Oh, I have to look at you. (laughs) 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 It came out really wrong. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> represents the much heralded return of Asia Coleman to the By That I Mean podcast. You've been away for one episode, and all of the skills you have learned, all of the bridges we have crossed. Oh, they're all gone. They're all they're gone. They're all gone. That's what it's happens. All gone. That's what happens when you replace somebody for a week. They just forget because they figure their job is gone. That's how quick I can Did unlearn something. Did you feel something. like I'd fired you? That's how fast I could unlearn something. Did you feel like I fired you? A little. I felt like I had been replaced or fired. Like mid-season replaced? Yeah, I felt like I was I was fucking Grey's Anatomy. <laughs> replacing whatever the fuck show or replaced. Are you calling me Shonda Rhimes? <laughs> I don't think I'm calling you Shonda Rhimes. Or, no, I'm calling you Steve McPherson. Thankfully, <laughs> his name is not similar at all to <laughs> do, mine. Do you know who that is? No. He was the president of ABC. Yeah, actually, I do know who he is. I said no because I was ashamed of my knowledge. (laughs) I got nothing else. I got nothing else. Really? (laughs) (laughs) You're down to five minutes now? I didn't really come that prepared. I I know you wanted to make the episode shorter, but (laughs) you're like, this is my half of the show. It's over now. (laughs) Sorry, dude. I thought it would be five minutes of me saying something witty or funny and then... 30 minutes of you say it's a political shit that I would just drive home. <laughs> Tonight is different. Tonight heralded the return of Asia. It re- heralded the return also of red stripe beer and red beans and rice. Hell yeah. Um, I employ the modified Zatarans method and I can, I can provide further details if anyone wishes. But it's fucking epic and you should want some fucking details. You put that fucking well. <laughs> yeah. If you want the fucking recipe... <laughs> Goddamn well tweet me. This is what happens when I drink beer. <laughs> and eat red beans and rice. I have a hat on. <laughs> it's the hat. I think it's mostly the hat. Asia is sporting a chapeau gris. <laughs> What's gray? Gris. I think it's yeah, like G-R-I-S. Gris, yeah. yeah, no, we're right. Because green is verd. Or vert. <laughs> vert. And shit is merd. <laughs> shit is merd. Merd. <laughs> <laughs> Our French teacher in high school used to say, Vous êtes dans la merde profonde. Whoa. <laughs> was she allowed to do that? He. he oh, sorry. Mine he was, was a, a former Green Beret. <laughs> That's amazing. You answered the phone. Hey, we need Chris O'Neill's number. We're doing a podcast. We want to like invite him to come to the next one. Okay, cool. Okay, I'm going to pretend that we hung up the phone because I can't hear you anymore. All right. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, yeah, of course I answered the phone because you never called me. <laughs> now I feel bad. I need to call Jorge more. I do love him. I just. You ignored your cabies. I want to keep them safe. You were by running away from them? Well, yeah. That's not how you keep people safe, Asia. I got into some pretty shady shit, you know, like, and they were like directly involved with it. That shady shit is over. You have finally I have conquered. Climbed a mountain. And turned around? <laughs> Did you see your reflection? We have his number. Can we call our super fan? Is that inappropriate? 
He's not gonna answer. He doesn't know my number. I never called him before. The pizza was here 20 minutes ago. 20 fucking minutes ago. Oh, is this a super fan of the By That I Mean podcast who wasn't willing to answer his phone during a recording session of the By That I Mean podcast? Exactly is that. Has Chris O'Neill, super fan, just missed out on his one and only opportunity to ever be heard on this show? One and only ever opportunity. Just kidding, Chris O'Neill. Maybe. I would like to talk about how our superfan is better than any other superfan in the world. Our superfan, Chris O'Neill? Yes, our superfan, Chris That's O'Neill. That superfan? That superfan. He is our one superfan, guys. <laughs> Just the one. The one, one of tens of our listeners. <laughs> the plethora of tens. The cornucopia. Of tens. Of four tens. <laughs> Less than four and a half tens. <laughs> I thought it was a 51 now. Oh, you know, that's... How 44. I, that's when people viewed my Match.com profile. <laughs> <laughs> Easily confused. Easily confused. Although both are measures of how many people like you. Well, I've had it up for three days. So in three days... <laughs> Your Match.com profile has gotten more play than the entire run of our podcast. What can I say, Seth? People want to put it in me. (laughs) The funny thing is, I didn't even pay for a Match.com profile. I just, like, put something up because it was free to do. And then people keep on winking at me. And I'm like, what the fuck does that even mean? And they're like, flirt back for free. And I'm like, are they flirting with me? Or are they just, like, closing their eyes because they don't want to see me? What are all these winks about? Like, what do I do about them? My Match.com wink alerts. If your winkle hurts, don't sit on it. I don't know how to internet date because I don't do it. I was just seeing if my prejudice... My prejudice. (laughs) My prejudice. (laughs) My my, plate full of bigotry. (laughs) I was seeing if my prejudicial stance my saucer of hatred internet dating i mean because you know i've never done it before and i judge my it gravy boat of discrimination <laughs> okay i get it we all get it i suck at talking okay i'll stop i suck at talking are you happy i shouldn't talk anymore <laughs> it's been a while since you've had a microphone shoved in your mouth it has i mean this is too close i don't know how i was ever comfortable with this before i'm intruding on boundaries you didn't even know you it's had like those ghosts from true blood face raping away can we talk about those ghosts on True Blood? Hell yeah, we can talk about those ghosts on True um, Blood. This season has basically invoked every single spirit, like every single supernatural myth and mythological character that wasn't addressed in the previous seasons of True Blood. Like pretty much every other one you can imagine. No. Except for zombies. Hydra. There are no Hydra. There's no Cerberus. I expect there to be like a Cerberus that turns into, well, we've already covered rednecks and (laughs) high society folks. And what's the one like demographic that True Blood hasn't hit with the characters so far? Mm, Emos. Emos. So what was it? What what was the 
An emo hydra. An emo hydra. <laughs> That's going to be the character on the next season of True Blood, you guys. Spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. It just happened. Look out just for happened. the emo hydra. Just happened. Emo hydra. What was the hydra again? You know, something with water. <laughs> <laughs> you don't remember what a hydra is. Isn't that something that God, you, like, you can what? like? God, Asia, why don't you remember that? I don't know. It's a thing that you cut off its head and then like two more grow back in its place. And then you cut off but its that's head not again. What it looks like. And then like three more go back in its place. You can't cut off its head or shit'll happen. That's a hydra. As is told by Percy Jackson in the Lightning Thief. Or no, Percy Jackson's at the Olympians, colon, the Lightning Thief, that one. I was right. Look at me. Look at me being right. It's true. The Hydra is like a big lizard with two bony chickeny claw feet. And many heads, because if you cut off one head, they multiply. Uh-huh. And all of those heads are self-loathing and wearing designer glasses with very chunky frames. This season on True Blood, there have been witches, um, possession, uh, ghosts that kind of inhabit people's bodies by going through their throat. Skinwalkers. Uh, lots of skinwalking. There's also been a god earlier. There was a god. There were fairies. Fairies, fairies. all over the place. Fairies. Fairy holocaust. Yeah. I, I know we can do better. There's got to be a mythical being that we've not thought about yet. See, it's true. Ghosts, werewolves, witches, vampires. Mummies. <laughs> Mummies in rural Louisiana doesn't have the same kind of immediate fit that werewolves do. <laughs> okay. Uh, fair enough. Fair enough. Fair, fair enough. Gremlins. Is that actually a thing or just a movie? That's just a movie. Oh, I thought that was actually like a thing. What are the gargoyles? Don't they like turn into shit? They do in Ghostbusters. <laughs> Is your understanding of mythology based solely Pretty much. On Pretty much. 80s movie? Like, like, I was thinking Teen Wolf, but they were like, I'm done. <laughs> also <laughs> an 80s movie. I'm pretty sure that so is True Bloods, though. <laughs> oh, True Bloods. <laughs> True Bloods, you got so silly this True season. Bloods. But you're so good. It's so good. Somehow this season has been... Out of control, awesome. While also being out of control in like in how over the top it's gone. That's and I like that they've fully embraced their kind of own absurdity. But the the mouth raping ghosts um they give me pause. <laughs> Cause I'm not sure what example that sets for our children. Yeah, I don't want people to run at my mouth and try to enter it. I don't want anyone or anything running or flying at my mouth unless I explicitly invite it to. Dragons. What kind of character is he? Oh, magic carpets. <laughs> Genies. Genies. I don't know about emo genie. <laughs> Sounds too much like Iwo Jima to me. <laughs> no. And that's a little bit too real for this podcast, <laughs> okay. Asia. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Well, first of all, I mean, they're always going to be hot because everyone on that show is fucking hot for no reason. It, oh, it's going to be a ripped genie. Yeah, it's going to be. Oh, it's like Jason Momoa. In fact, like, yeah. But not with that long fucking hair. That's That was gross. part of the book. That was part of the book. 
Right. I don't want it to be part of my eyes. Okay, fine. All right. Short hair, Jason Momoa. You know, I don't Let's really, hope so. Yeah. If he's a genie, come on. Genies yeah. believe in personal hygiene. Yeah. They're all kind of metro, aren't they? They're always well quaffed. They all look like Mr. Clean to me. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Latino. There are not enough Latinos. Latino genie. Latino genie. I see like a John Leguizamo type. <gasps> Shakira. Now we're talking. <laughs> now we're talking. I'm sure she wants to be on the show. What's her What's her power as a genie? She can grant what, wishes. Uh, but that's, I don't know. I think genie is too open-ended. That's always such an open-ended character. It's just, if you can do. freedom. Exactly. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah. Okay, and well, it's always unfulfilled. She's got her freedom. Oh, okay. She can also grant wishes. She's got powers of the universe and she's free. But see, all the all the supernatural characters on True Blood have frailties and shortcomings and weaknesses and limitations. Like I think that's yeah, kind of Shakira? one thing. Well, I'm, I agree. Shakira, the person, has no boundaries or limitations. Okay, here's the thing: she doesn't get attached to anyone or anything because she remembers how she was treated when she was a human. But something forces her. Like maybe like she has to take care of a kid. Or something. Something forces her to like give a shit about humans again, and she has to like call her powers, and she's she hasn't used them in years. How does how does this intersect with Sookie and her adventures? This is how to intersect with Sookie. This is like a totally different show starting <laughs> within True Blood. <laughs> you just walk onto the set one day. <laughs> hey, hey, Sarsgar. <laughs> Come over yonder. I'm seeing it more intersect with Jason. Okay. Because like they start like hooking up, obviously. Falls in love with Jason, and how hot would it be to see a Jessica Shakira fucking bitch fight over Jason? <laughs> that's really that's the purpose of that. That's really casting. the whole purpose. That's the whole that's reason. The whole okay, fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. Just like I feel like the casting of Suki and Eric was entirely to prepare for the scenes where they would fuck both in a forest. And then in in unexplainable snowfall. V like the her blood is intoxicating and her blood is intoxicating, so they're both intoxicated together. She was intoxicated. She was intoxicated. Yeah. No, but you <laughs> real quick though, when she was like fucking sucking his blood, he's like, "We will be one." That shit was hotter to me than any other sexy they've ever done on the show. Really? And she's like, "Okay," and she's like submissively like taking a bite out of it and looking up at him like as if it's okay oh that was crazy yeah it's like they made the show for me seth it's like they made it just for me it's like i have my own show on tv that they made for me dear asia you're welcome (laughs) sincerely true blood they have not had a straight latina yet really shakira's gonna fill that void must be a pretty small void the only one that Shakira could fit through. She's a petite lady. She's very little. What I'm saying is Shakira can flatten herself. We've all to, seen it happen. We've all seen it happen. If a, if a door is closed and there's just a little bit of space between the door <laughs> and the floor, Shakira can squeeze herself down really tiny and maneuver under it. They really have nowhere else to go. That's what the song Whenever, Wherever was about. No, that's true. Or is it Wherever, Whenever? Whenever, wherever, however. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) (laughs) 
Wince Ev. That's four. <laughs> you think it's okay for us to take a break. And sometimes I think it's okay for us to take a break, but only when I deem it necessary. Which was not last week. So, <laughs> there we go. Oh, so you didn't approve of that? I wasn't consulted about my feelings nor opinion on the matter. Oh. So I think that Chelsea did a lovely, lovely job, and now I have to freaking up my game, which I was not prepared for. Up your game? How? I have to up it somehow. How? I just have to up it in a way that Why? makes you never want to look for another person again. Oh, God. Never done it before. Probably never going to do it again. So, not not you and me, but, you know, a podcast in general. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, I want to do it right. Do you feel like you weren't doing it right? I don't, I don't understand why the need for replacement when I was ready and available. Okay, here's the thing. You were not replaced on the last episode of the By That I Mean podcast. What? How else do you explain it? I explain it by saying that the plan all along has been to make a podcast where my friends can come over and talk to me. And that's really all. It's not to the... <laughs> this is a visual joke. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm watching Asia flutter her eyelids like a hummingbird. <laughs> <laughs> I think she's about to lift off from my couch. <laughs> she's about to excuse me her head off. <laughs> I think that's a look of disapproval, but I really am not sure. No, it's not, because I think Chelsea did a brilliant job. Especially for her first time. I know I was not that polished nor seasoned on my first time at anything. Except for the one thing that I do really well that no one else can see. Guys, you cannot watch her play Scrabble. Yeah, it's true. It's, it's not up to you. I'm sorry. <laughs> you can't, I'm you can't sorry. Nor would you want to be. You really don't want <laughs> really to see her playing Scrabble. You really huh. don't want to see it. I just feel like we've created something very, very special. Yeah. And you shat all over it last week. <laughs> and that's all I'm going to say. Here's... The, it was not you shot, designed right? you shot. as a monogamous relationship, you sh- Asia. You shot in my mouth. You shot in my face. I saw the smell Well, if it makes you feel any... nostrils. <laughs> it is not pleasant. If it makes you feel any better, I'm going to shit in everyone else's mouth, too. No, because that means you're going to shit in my mouth again. And I already had it once. No, everyone only gets it once. Uh, After this time, it won't hurt. I promise you. I don't know about that. I mean, I might just get used to the it, first but it's still cut hurt. The first cut is the deepest. Fine. Just fucking fine. <laughs> like, as long as... I mean, it's just like one of those... It's like one of those relationships... That's not even monogamous anymore. Like you yeah, said. Yeah, we however, have an open relationship. This uh, podcast is an open relationship. I am a swinger of talking. However, I, I would you call me like... I can't like, be tied down with just one woman. Would you call me... Oh, wow. Okay, Ike. <laughs> so, What's love got to do with it, Asia? Oh, my God. 
It is not just a secondhand emotion. Okay. Now, wait, no, but would you say that I would be like your number one? Like we are the relationship together. However, you just step out on me every now and then. <laughs> okay, this is another visual joke now for myself. Where his mouth is open so wide that a fly could go in and out of it before he could even close it. You guys, flies do not taste very good. <laughs> Neither does your shit. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've never tasted it before, so fair enough. The only conceivable situation in which I would bring in a lot more other people is if I had assistance making the show and were able to, like, pass off the episodes once I was done recording them. Like an intern? I think we've, we've, we've discussed this pretty much yeah. to the through line. Yeah, that's been, <laughs> apparently, that's been the subplot of this first season of By That I Mean. But what you're saying is, if you were to follow, heed my advice and get an intern then I would be used a lot less frequently. No. Oh. Just that there would be more of the podcast. Okay, then get a, get an intern. So... Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, like, okay, so say I had a podcast, right? Uh-huh. And it was called, like... Think of something less corny than Asia's Quarter. Um, can't do it. Can't do it in time. Can't do it. Um, so it's called Asia's Quarter. Asia's corner. Yeah. <laughs> if you'd probably be over there in that corner, over there in your apartment. So you would record this simultaneously? Well, no, you've got the equipment. I don't have the equipment. So, okay. so say I have a podcast called Asia's Quarter. <laughs> you just bring the microphone over to the corner yes, and just stare at the wall and talk. <laughs> well, no, but I would have people. Just taking the microphone, walking over. <laughs> this is my corner. <laughs> Now it's time for Asia's Quarter. It's time for Asia's Quarter. Asia's Quarter has lots of special, special people. Asia's Quarter is filled with sorrows and wishes. Wow, Asia's Quarter sounds pathetic. Asia's Corner is terrifying. Asia's Quarter doesn't like it in here. Okay, so Asia's Corner happens, right? And you're like my number one co-host. Or no, you're a co-host. And you happen to do it a lot because, you know, you've got nothing better to do. Um, and you like to hear the sound of your own voice. All right. And then say, I can relate to this. All right. So say one day, like Irish John wants to do, um, a guest spot and I'm like, okay, Irish John, but you're like, Hey, I can do it now. But you're like, I'm like, no, it's okay. He's got this. You go over there and I'll call you when I need you. Now, at what point did I say, no, you go over there. <laughs> I'll call you when I need you. <laughs> That's how it sounded. So you're, you're literally saying I put you in the corner. Yes, you put me in a corner. I put you in Asia's corner. Yes. It is, it's just become... Asia's corner is a microphoneless pit of despair. Yes. <laughs> Nobody hears Asia's voice in her corner. It's like I put you in time out. I obviously don't fancy myself Jennifer Grey. <laughs> However, you completely tried... To Jerry Orbach me. Whoa. First of all, rest his soul. <laughs> oh my God, like... Rest his soul. So long ago. And, no, Jerry Orbach and Patrick Swayze, both dead. Both dead. It's because Jennifer Grey got a nose change. Nose change. Yeah, if, nose she, hadn't, change. if she hadn't gotten a nose change. <laughs> like, like, why, why are you sticking with it? 
It's not gonna happen. That's what she got. I'm not trying to make no change happen. It's not gonna happen. I'm not making it happen. She's the one who made it happen, and in turn, and in turn, saved her own life. Our superfan, Chris O'Neill, his work has been nominated for an Emmy. Now, is it a local Emmy or a national Emmy? I'm not going to let you shit on our superfan just like you shat in my mouth last week, okay? No, I'm not (laughs) shitting on him. I'm asking what kind of Emmy it is. Do you know what he got nominated for? I think it's a technical Emmy. Oh, okay. It's a technical Emmy. Was it for a short, a movie, a commercial, or what? Commercial work. It was for work. A commercial work? Commercial work. Okay. And then also, one of the commercials that he worked on is in an exhibit at MoMA. At MoMA. At MoMA. A museum. Our superfan. Is that New York? Yes. Our superfan. Is bi-coastal. And better than your fans. How many of your fans have been nominated for an Emmy? By that, I mean audience. I like how we're pretending that we're recording. It's awesome. Mm -hmm. Oh, fuck, fuck. It didn't happen. <laughs> you punch my microphone with your wine glass right in front of my face, stare deep into my soul and say, it didn't happen. <laughs> and you sounded incredulous that I believed what I had just seen you do. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to. That's what I meant to say. But what came out was, it didn't happen. <laughs> I actually believe you now. I think it was a dust cloud. That's what they say UFOs were, right? Yeah. I've never done that before. Did you never just think to try staring the person straight in the eye? Similarly, I didn't cheat on you. It didn't happen. Now that's a disservice to Chelsea. More than likely. No, Chelsea happened, but my cheating did not happen. No, that completely happened. Do you want me to feel guilty? No, but if I can, that would be an added bonus. It always is, I don't, right? Yeah, yeah, it is. I don't think that you have feelings that I can penetrate because of my lady bits. My aim is to get it to never happen again. And whether that is from guilt or it's just the crazy look in my eyes, so be it. And Chris O'Neill has apparently called us back. Oh my God. When he hears his voice on our podcast, he's going to shit. He's going to literally just take a shit. Oh, it's going to be like the singularity for him. It's going to be, yeah. If you play your cards right, superfan, someday you might hear this voice in the same room as you, also in front of a microphone. One day, if I can afford... You sound so fucking cocky. It's hilarious. (laughs) It's like, dude, we have one fan. Let's treat him right. Like, one superfan. Well, yeah, that's uh, what I was going to say is that (laughs) someday I would like to maybe have him as... A, a co-host not instead of you ideally it would be also with you okay i'm sorry did, you got crazy eyes for a second did the devil happen the devil <laughs> probably happened the devil in a smart chapeau <laughs> my goal is to get chris o'neill to co-host 
Okay. However, I will not say anything. I will just sit there and stare at him the whole time. Did I mention our super fan is also like really fucking hot? No, but it's true. It's true. It's true. He's super fucking hot. And his boyfriend is pretty too. I used to live right next to his boyfriend. His boyfriend's just adorable to me. He's like, like my kid. Like I birthed him or something. It's weird. Like he's like my child. The breastfeeding is the step too far for me. I didn't do that per se. (laughs) My boob just happened to be close to his mouth at one point. Whether or not he suckled, I was not aware. It was a sweet moment. It was very tender, (laughs) but it was horrifying. I I think Jesus took the wheel at that point. (laughs) Yeah. I may or may have been drunk is what I'm saying. Drunk enough to not even remember this happening at all. Because it didn't happen at all, just so we're clear. Really? <laughs> this never happened. Are you sure it didn't? I'm positive this never happened. It sounded like a it sounded like you were accessing some sense memory there. No. No. I know when You stick your boob in someone's <laughs> mouth. Yeah. And then it is tenderly suckled upon. That happens often enough that you can differentiate. Yeah, when it happens and when it does not yeah. happen at all, ever. I'm taking an apple break. <laughs> You're taking so many fucking breaks. It's like you, you think I'm going to spend the night here. I'm not. Like, I have, to, I have a home. And I got ladies. <laughs> wow. I say that so proud. I have a home. <laughs> and I have got ladies. <laughs> Fuck your couch, nigga. I'm allowed to say that. Um, if you've seen the pictures, I am black. Well, half black, half American Indian, but still, whatever. It's not like I'm half black, half white. I'm not I'm noxious half. Holy shit. What just came out of my mouth? Wow. <laughs> what just came out of my mouth? My first boyfriend was half black, half white. The one that did like music. What did you say? Obnoxious half? <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> For you to slander our president like that. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Rush Limbaugh just called him. An Oreo. Yeah. He called him an Orbamio. In his inimitable yeah, style. Like, what the fuck? Like, he is a juggernaut. Think that was clever. He's a juggernaut of that chuckles. That is who my fucking roommate's boyfriend reminds me of. Looks wise. Oh, no. I know. Why? Why would you do that? Why? But she is the sweetest woman ever. And I never thought that I could love a Republican as much as I love her. Like, I adore her. And if anything bad were to befall her, I would revenge like a motherfucker. I think you'd be justified. I would revenge like a motherfucker. I love her. I love a Republican. I'm not, I'm not even ashamed to say it. I'm not even ashamed. I think before, I was just closed off to loving a Republican because I didn't know the perks of being friends with one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Do you mean the perks of companionship and friendship? No, I don't. I mean the perks of like, say, going to a store and buying something and then having them put that something in your car before you even pay for it. They just do that. Or going to a store and getting cookies and, and, and water, like bottled water and cookies before you even buy anything. They just give you shit. Because you're shopping with a rich white lady. Wow. I know. Where do you find a rich white lady? I need to... It depends. It depends. You can find rich white ladies everywhere, I'm assuming. Are they all over the place? 
this one, the one that I got blindsided by, well, she found me on Craigslist. Because I put up an ad saying, you know, 27-year-old female needs housing, has, like, this much money to pay a month in rent. And she's like, come on. And I was like, cool, bitch. Let's do this. But I didn't say it like that. I said it in rich white lady speak. Which was, thank you, madam. I would love a spot in your domicile. I find your terms <laughs> most acceptable. Yes. And then, like, yeah, ever since, fucking, we're like besties. I'm a part of her family. She's a part of my family. I would literally punch somebody in the face if they disrespected her. Wow. Yeah. What if they just kind of looked at her wrong? I would probably kick them then because it wouldn't hurt me if I kicked them. That's love. And if any... Love is violence. Negative thing befell her (laughs) in my presence... I would never be able to forgive myself. You love her, Republican. And even like all of her like obvious no's, like her tram stamp, which is an obvious no. I have grown to love because I love her. So any of her imperfections so I see as she has taught you a little something, but it's been a two way street. It's true. Looks like she got a little bit blindsided too. She's the nicest lady. When you think of people calling themselves Christian or whatever, she actually acts like a Christian says they should act. Wait, so she does things for those around her? Yes. Why would you do that? And without even a second thought. I thought the purpose of the Bible was to put women and queers in their place. And shellfish. And no, and she has, like, we were watching an episode of Law and Order SVU the other night together because that's what we like to do after dinner. We like to watch <gasps> things Fuck together. Fuck you, that sounds like heaven. It is. It is, actually. It is amazing. We like to do things after dinner. We watch movies. We'll watch Law and Order SVU. Like, while we clean the kitchen, we'll make brownies and eat them together and commiserate over boys. Wow. I know. It's amazing. I love her. Like, I love her. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm sorry. I'm, like... Yeah. Anyway. A little gay for Glenda. So we were, we, were watching, we were watching a homosexually themed episode of Law and Order SVU. And she was completely on the right side the whole time. Not like the, the, the right side, like the, the side of Republicans, but like right. the, the side that is like, right. is like, you do not do anything to homosexuals that's evil. And you do not take away their rights just because you can. She's like an amazingly smart, level-headed I love her. I have a little gay for her. I will admit that. I think I've got a lady crush on her. But I don't want for Glenda. I don't want to fuck her. I don't want to fuck her. I just like... That's how deep your love is. I just want to hold her and make every, all of her pain go away forever. What <laughs> like, is her tramp stamp? I don't know. Like, you don't know? How, how big is it? What's its... It's, it, it covers the whole the back. What are the dimensions? It covers the whole... like Not the whole back, but like the whole <laughs> bottom part of her... Like It covers the, the, the width... Of her back. But, like, it's probably, like, two or three inches long. Oh, okay. And I'm like, okay. I mean, obviously, she probably can't do anything about it now, nor would she probably want to. I don't know. It's her her body. She can do what she wants with it. But are there any recognizable shapes or letters or text or anything? It might be wings. I'm not 100% sure. As long as it's not, like, one of those tribal things. No. Okay. No, it's not. 
that would be a deal breaker for She's me. She's the nicest lady I've ever met in my life. On my first day of you work. You should invite her to Asia's Corner. I know, right? On my first day of work, <laughs> she gave me a hug and told me it was for my mom because she knew that my mom would want to be there to do that. Aww. I know. So much sweetness. I know. It was just bursting from her. Well, I'm glad that you have someone like that in your life. I am too. Much less in your living situation. Yeah. Because you've had enough escapades. I know. Of shit nanigans. Like I just pulled myself from one class to another. Yeah. Just by getting a job. You defied statistics. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm glad you came back. Thank you. I'm a little rusty, you know, because of my my long... It's okay. We are gonna lube, we are gonna lube up your rusty trombone. All right. And get it blowing. I think next time we'll just stick to wine. Yeah, <laughs> I think that's a better prescription. That's the one. This has been a delirious episode of By That I Mean. I'm so glad that Asia Coleman was able to return to her rightful throne at the <laughs> left hand side of the MFP Studios IKEA love seat. I appreciate the return call. The universe appreciates your return call. (laughs) And you will not join us exclusively forevermore, but there's always a seat for you here. I feel (laughs) like you are just letting me down gently when I want to be let up positively. I'm going to let you up rough. That's how I see it. (laughs) By that I mean you can always stick your face in my sound holes. Invitation RSVP'd, yes. (laughs) You can tweet me at MFP Seth. You cannot tweet Asia and stop asking. Yeah, you can tweet me if you want. I'm just not going to tweet you, retweet you. Would you reply to tweets? I don't even know how that works. I have a Twitter. I just don't use it. And it's not even me. It's a ghost me. Just, you guys don't, just, don't tweet her. Just don't. I think Facebook's the best option. Yeah, probably. we have a page. You can check out our Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash by that I mean. Um, and you can subscribe to this podcast through iTunes or through my website at the MFP.org. Um, and hopefully we will be back at you soon with more tales of absurd shit. And hopefully Seth will realize that there is nobody else but me for him ever. When you say that, it sounds like a threat. Moreover, when your eyes open in that way and narrow on me simultaneously, it it almost looks like you're zooming into my soul with your eyes and... Combined with that smart chapeau, I fear your powers, Asia. I've, like I said, I'm going to invest in a third microphone at some point. Until then, who is your only co-host? My dignity. <laughs> <laughs>